Hi, welcome to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered Podcast. We're your hosts, Kiara and Yesenia. We're two neighbors and friends doing a podcast from the closet with our wine. In this podcast, we're getting real about life, kids, womanhood, and all the in-between, completely unfiltered. If you haven't yet, please follow us on our Instagram, lifeslemonade.unfiltered, and please don't forget to rate and review our podcast. It helps us get seen and heard so that we can keep this fun stuff going. (laughs) (laughs) Do we need to do a recap? Oh, hello, lemon drops. Hi. Here we My go. brain is frazzled today. So is mine. And I think that's what happens when we come off of like a change of routine, right? For me, it started like Friday because I didn't work and we had our anniversary and it was a busy weekend. And then yesterday was Memorial Day. So kids didn't go to school, which I feel like cut down the day today to do the things we had to do so i'm feeling a little frazzled but and do you we... feel stressed about the future that's my anxiety i do it's about to change i know summer's coming summer and trips We're going on vacation and... and until then my work schedule is nuts so i'm not looking forward to it at all yeah i tried to get i had to go to costco today and i tried to get gas and i was just on the verge of a panic attack and I pulled up to the pump, and there's this old man in a camper van behind me. Uh-huh. And so he's, like, waiting for me, and there's only two pumps open. For some reason, the last pump was closed. And I'm pumping the gas, and, like, 60 cents goes in, and it shuts off. Meanwhile, my window's down, and Aiden's hanging out the window, like, asking me a billion <laughs> questions about... Of course he is. So I'm like, what <laughs> the heck? So I thought that I was just holding the pump wrong. And so he'd like put my Costco card in, put my card in again, try again, 30 cents and it shuts off. I was like, oh my gosh. I was so irritated. And then the line's always could, super long. Yeah. And this guy's like hanging out the side of his camper van, just like waiting. So then the lady in front of me gets done and she pulls away. So I pull up to that one so he can at least use one. And I'm like, maybe it's just the pump. So then I do all the thing and the guy's like in the middle of me trying to put my card in he's like hold on can you help me like I can't see how far I need to pull up so I had to like direct him into the spot <laughs> of course that would happen to you and then he gets out and he's like I saw you having trouble I'm gonna I'm gonna try and see if it works out I'm like whatever so he somehow filled up his whole tank like while I'm still triggering out so I put it in put the card in again this is try number three <sighs> Like 25 cents goes in and it shuts off. And I Why? I think my whole body started convulsing. I was like, wanted to throw like a three year old temper tantrum. So, what, what so happened? then, Did as you get one I'm of the like, like, because I'm this, yeah. is, this is my fault, but I am on the like lowest of low levels you can be on gas. I could not go anywhere else. I spent all my gas in a stupid to, line. And to get there. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't go anywhere else. I need gas. And, and all so, I have is now <laughs> 85 cents worth. <laughs> I'm sure it didn't even, nothing went in. It probably just charged me that. You know, like it started going yeah. and I was like, nah, there's nothing. So then the guy walks by and he's like, ma'am, there's, we don't have premium. And I'm like, what? And he's like, there's no premium gas. That's why it's not working. And I'm like, <laughs> like I just, you, the whole gas station had no premium gas 
There so everybody else was having the problem too? Or nobody uses premium because it seemed like everyone else was just zipping it Who out. the fuck is using premium That's these days? My, my <laughs> well, no wonder you bougie is. No, I'm <laughs> no, kidding. I'm me, kidding. It's, it's the rich. car. It's the car too. Well, and Costco doesn't give you the option to put mid grade. They only have lower. But highs. it makes sense though. If you have a nicer, newer yeah. car, you should be putting. I think it has to be above a certain. And so I can put mid grade. That's fine. But they don't have mid grade at Costco. Yeah. And the low is too low anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, <gasps> so I just put low in because wh- what am I gonna do? And I was like, oh wow, it's only eighty. It's a lot less, <laughs> Rick. We can fill up all the time. <laughs> it's usually a hundred bucks to fill my car up. Yeah. Or over a hundred. So anyway, I texted Rick as I'm pulling away. I'm like, it's not fraud on our card. It's me trying to fill up gas. I know, right? <laughs> and then oh. after all of that, I had to go in and shop, and I was just like, oh, that was before your shopping yeah, trip because I couldn't oh. make it anywhere else. I had to just go straight to gas before. Adios. Yeah. It just wasn't fun for me. Um, well, I thank you for going to Costco because I was certainly dreading it. And then you text me. It's funny because a little bit before that, I was like, oh, I wonder if Kiara's going today because we talked about the eggs. The eggs, I know. That's why I texted you. Yeah. And so when like literally 30 minutes after I had the thought, you text me, do you need anything from Costco? I was like, yes, you got my message. <laughs> I swear there is something to telepathic communication. Wild. I think of people and then all of a sudden they call me or yeah. text me or something it's just like it's just wonderful yeah. when you tune in i was just thinking about that when i was listening to that podcast that you sent me yes and she was our seeds yeah did you listen to the animal one no i have so she goes through like animals and what they mean and now i'm gonna have a brain fart i don't remember but she was talking about the owl and what the owl means oh, oh okay this is what, so she was saying that when an owl comes into your life and like the rotation of their neck, it almost seems like they can go all the way around. It represents being able to see more than normal people and like psychic abilities and Mm. all of that. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like the one we saw at the pool at the, when we were at the hot tub. Yeah. But when we were at the hot tub, that's what we were talking about. That was the conversation we had that night when we were sitting there. When I was the same, I was too distracted by the owl. That is crazy. Isn't that wild? Super cool. I think everybody (laughs) does have those abilities. Yeah. I think you just need to tune in yeah for sure. so yeah i listened to that episode and i was like i want to just go sit in my yard and like call the animals to me you're gonna be like <laughs> what i imagine is the lady from uh, home alone like the pigeon lady, <laughs> the pigeon lady. <laughs> just come on um, she was talking about hummingbirds too and like i'll have to go back and look at or listen to it again but she was saying something about hummingbirds and like what they represent oh hummingbirds like, love me and i was always so scared of them and what? is there something positive in there yeah it's oh, so i hope positive. so because there's one that like literally one almost poked my eye out and i was like Can-? i was watering my mom's plants and i was i was probably a teen so this is what she said about the animals is the animals that you are drawn to are what you're trying to embody like whatever they and the ones that are terrifying to you or like not interesting at all when she said that i immediately thought snakes Uh and then they were like like a snake most people don't like snakes but snakes represent um shedding your skin and starting new and i was like oh but yeah so maybe the hummingbird was trying like whatever it represents i have to listen to that one but i put a hummingbird feeder in my front yard and zero hummingbirds have come Oh. Yeah, so I listened to that. I'm like, I need to go sit out there and call the hummingbirds. <laughs> call them. Is there a call? Anyway. Oh, my gosh. So today we wanted to talk about that documentary on Netflix, Our Father. I watched it, like, throughout the week in spurts because it's just a, 
I cannot stay awake past 20 minutes of I, anything anymore. I started it last night and we were going to bed and Rick was falling asleep. And I was like, I need to turn this off and finish it tomorrow. It's too dark to watch before I go to bed. It was, I'm glad that I was only able to watch it in like 20 minute increments here and there because it was so unsettling. Maybe that's like, why I have anxiety today. Probably <laughs> okay, because let's... it's so fucked up. So it's... Dr. Klein was a fertility specialist in Indiana. 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 Yeah. And in the 70s and 80s, he was like the top fertility guy. And I, the first one, right, Jacoba, she went on 23andMe to do her DNA and she got like six hits all like right away, right? Yeah. Half siblings. Well, she thought that because when he, she knew that she was a sperm donor baby. Yeah. And they. So she, she figured she might have one or one two or siblings two, because they, they were told they were only going to use them for three. Yeah. So they she, wouldn't use it for more she than said three. her whole life. She felt like she might have siblings. She had even at one point contacted the office and asked yeah. if they knew who the donor was. This is before DNA right. testing. And they said, we can't give you that information. It's, yeah. And then when she got older, 23andMe mm -hmm. and Ancestry.com and all that became a thing because that wasn't a thing. No. And he probably never foresaw what the that fuck? Yeah. Like, being a thing for not, in his life. For real. No. Yeah. But look how fast things have changed. So she kind of now opened Pandora's box and she's getting hits left and right. And as more people get I think curious about it, you he know. didn't stop practicing up until 10, 10 years, years ago. ago. So there could be minors that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, there's just so many rabbit holes. I think this could take us down. To me, what made me feel the most uneasy was the whole part of it having to do with his religion. Yeah. So he was really involved in the in the local community, in the church, and it has ties. So is the religion actually called Quiverful? I wasn't I wasn't it's too sure. The quiverful movement. Quiverful movement. Okay, and qu that actually like they encourage their followers to reproduce as prolifically as possible, right? Mm -hmm. So, it's just mind-boggling to me how they then that makes sense why in his office they had that scripture. It just it's mind-boggling that someone could take something like this and so harmfully misuse it, yeah. like affecting other people. It's like why didn't you have all those babies you figured because you were in a position of power and that you could do that and you had it available to you well why wouldn't you do this the the mentality behind it is so sick right and it, part of me wonders if he really can like if he was trying to multiply all these children for a purpose for that purpose yeah. or if part of him did really spread out over all those years just not really keep track of how many times he did it and it was way more than he intended you know either way it's not right because he didn't disclose that that's what he was doing right but i wonder if like now that it's come out the number is so big and he was like oh like you know i didn't i didn't know it was going to be such a huge but how could it not be such a huge number when you know you're a doctor and this is all you do yeah. Oh, it was Jeremiah 1-5. Jeremiah 1-5. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Yeah, yeah. that's creepy. Ugh. That's so creepy. Right? So the fact, and that was what he told one of the girls, one of his daughters, yeah. right? And I like how she, Jacoba too, she said, she talked about how he misused religion because she's religious. Mm -hmm. And she's like, this is why people, people don't like Christianity. Yeah, because they do these weird things and then yeah. back it up with, 
oh like the scripture yeah and she's like that's not what it is i'm like i don't blame people for not believing believing in in christians or thinking that they're you know not great people because because look at what they're doing abuse their power exactly it was just there were so many things that i just felt like the health you know like if he had to fill out a, an application for the sperm donors he wouldn't have qualified because had, that was one of the things that all of them that they all have autoimmune diseases yeah and, and he was on medication himself for auto uh, rheumatoid arthritis which is an autoimmune disease right yeah and i listened to a podcast jacoba was on and she was saying that i think she was a um like a paramedic or an EMS or something that's her that's uh-huh. her job and she had to quit because her autoimmune disorder at one point got so bad that she couldn't get out of bed and she was in so much pain and was that what led her to do the 23 and me to figure out her health history so that she could figure out what was I happening I don't think so but I think okay. there was another girl another daughter that did say that yeah she did okay because yeah so she had oh yeah that was the other crazy part so one of the other daughters She's up there in the numbers, but she is that the one that also had did him the as test. a fertility doctor. She oh. did the test because she ha- was having issues, and her daughters were growing up, and they were like teenagers, I think, and yeah. they were having autoimmune, you know. Uh-huh. And so she was trying to figure it out, and yeah. So then she said he was her OBGYN yes. or her OB whatever for, and did breast exams, Pap smears, <sighs> like. I don't think he treated her for fertility issues. That is a whole... The the thing that tripped me out the most, too, was that they were all within a 25-mile radius of each other. That is... Yeah, one of the ladies was like... Dangerous, because... kids are dating, are dating now, and yeah. we have to know who they're dating and They have to date somebody from and, a different state yeah. that has never moved out of Indiana yeah. to make sure that they're not related. And one of the guys, the brothers, the sons, whatever... um. He did. He moved to Texas and he was like, that's, he's like, I've decided not to have children for that reason. Like it has ruined it for me. Yeah. I don't blame it. I mean, it's really, I feel so bad for the mothers too. You know, like you have the, there were interviewing the, the mothers and they're like, I didn't know. And if I had known, I wouldn't have consented. So it's like, it goes back to that consent thing, right? Like if I had known Maybe some of them would have said yes. and But it but, wasn't even like the, like, okay, we have, like, my frozen samples ready to go. No, was he, was a jack- he was a process of... He was jacking off in the room next door. And then coming right in. And yes. that's what they were saying. Because there is, like, a timeline of after ejaculating that you're in, you have an endorphin in less rush. than an hour i think yeah yeah so oh adrenaline were, rush yeah yeah so they were saying like he was still in that window of like well that, that was the interesting part it. i found that the the prosecutor that talked about that she says we had to get creative and figure out at what point does the ejaculation stop being sexual and become medical right but when you're in that close of proximity that can't that can't yeah, happen if it is if you are going to say that then there needs to be a middleman right it can't it like that's just too close it is you have to like but the fact that they weren't willing to call that rape it really opens your mind up to 
you know, the law doesn't state that specifically, but that's because the law doesn't look at all those things specifically. Yeah. It's and a, he's still putting something inside of a woman she did not consent Without to. consent. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like, it, if someone took, like, a banana and shoved it up you, that's still assault no, and right. rape and right. whatever. Exactly. Just because it's in a test and, and he's a doctor. And it's a medical. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I I was outraged too to like when they went to the sentencing, how he got letters from the community and the pros one of the uh, prosecutor. Yeah, like that just to me that made me feel like how deep does this quiverful shit go? Because how many people are involved in this cult? It seems cultish to me that. <clears throat> you know when like, they interviewed the attorney general i feel like he had a weird vibe he was very defensive he did but and he was like i'm I, not here to make them feel better i'm not gonna I'm put that on my like yeah have a heart yeah i know it was it was crazy. something awful um, and then the way that one of the daughters said that when he showed up in court and he was talking to the judge he was acting, acting like, like he was old older and frail. And, yeah but in those in those recordings and the voicemails that he left Jacoba or that she recorded the sounds. he sounds fully there and not only that there is an undertone in his voice mm -hmm. that's like if you threatening yeah. oh super threatening I know where you live if, if someone starts off saying I know where you live that's a threat already so why you know it's like why is he abusing that power so much yeah because he knows he he knows how many times he did it and and remember that one recording where it showed him being interviewed in the room and it, and he said um all that evidence or all that information shredded. has been shredded yeah he said that very yeah. very i wonder when he shredded that <clears throat> probably he probably never even kept record of it he probably you don't think so i don't think he put i used my sperm <laughs> in their record you think he did that? i know what about his staff like they had to work they were all under his it seemed to me like they were all under his spell kind of yeah like they were all protecting him it didn't seem odd you know but it to me if someone's coming into the office and i only ever see the doctor that would have raised yeah, red flags from, to here? me from the beginning yeah that's weird yeah it says there's ten thousand quiverful families in the united states in the midwest and the south well, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they would be. Yeah. Isn't that wild? That is. I don't know. I just, it's so scary because you don't, you put yourself, and this is probably. They're like, um. they're kind of like, like Amish. Yeah. Okay. They That's live what I, very, very like. That's what I imagine. Poor, uh, poor like mm -hmm. off the land kind of in their own yeah. society. Well, yeah, that makes sense. People like that can't live with normal society. This man they interviewed, though, he compared them to the Islamics, and he said they're outnumbering us in family size. What? That's so scary. it's almost like... I don't know. That's scary. It's just weird to compare yourself to that. Yeah. You know? No, I don't know. It's it, it just the whole religion thing behind it and the fact that he might have had ties to the uh, Aryan Brotherhood, right? Like, mm -hmm. that's what they were talking about, too, trying to create. Because all of the people he chose to inseminate were Caucasian. They had blue a look. Yeah, they had a look. So all the siblings look similar. 
right? So he he's like trying to create a perfect race by using yeah. his own <clears throat> specimen with other people of the same yeah, European similar. background. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy says, um, if everyone starts having eight children or 12 children, imagine in three generations what we'll be able to do. We'll be able to take over both halls of Congress. We'll be able to reclaim sinful cities like San Francisco for the faithful. And we'll be able to wage very effective, massive boycotts against companies that are going against. You know what it reminded me of? Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. If no one has ever watched that series on Hulu. I watched the first episode and I couldn't. I couldn't go any further. I got. Oh, I get chills. I couldn't. It was too dark. It, it, oh, and in just the first episode? Yes. Oh, fuck. Yeah. There's no way it could have survived. I stopped watching. I haven't finished it because it is so much to handle. Yeah. And it that, it's exactly what it reminded me of is like trying to eradicate the sin of the human, right? And um, bring God's principles back into society. But even within the society, look how messed up that shit is. Like, I. It just makes me want to crawl out of my skin knowing that this is happening. And it makes me feel so bad for these women that, like, how do you move on? Literally, your whole life is a sham because, I mean, it's such a fine line. It's almost, that's one of those things I would rather not know. I would rather not know. Yeah. I think too, like imagine what it's like for his children who are now adults, like to live every day knowing that you have his DNA inside of you. That is a tough pill to swallow Yeah, because you probably double guess or whatever. Second guess. Yeah. Second guess. <laughs> Second double, same thing. <laughs> so yes, you do um, double guess. You second guess. <laughs> every one of your actions to make sure that you're not falling out of line and and going in and of course i mean that's like that's not just so badly embedded in your dna that you just become that obviously if you're especially if you're mindful of it but if it was me i would be like yeah but then that goes very trying so hard to stay in the opposite path of that But that goes down the nature versus nurture too right like some of that stuff some of those genes have to just be ingrained in there you know but that's like yeah imagine if you're like a uh-uh girl none of that why. Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> if you're just like a child of like a serial killer or something like that like it's every single day you have to like live with that even yeah. if you're not a serial killer it's yeah still you're, it's still attached bot- to you yeah no it's, it's just it's it's so unsettling i feel like I, I just can't believe, too, like, after everything that they found, they could only get him on obstruction of justice, only because he lied during the uh, investigation. It was only for the two lies on those two things that they got him. Yeah, it's a level six. What is a level six felony? Know. Like, what does that even mean? It goes on your record, but it doesn't. Were... I didn't know there were levels. That's the Midwest. <laughs> right? I know, right? But, um, it is. It's an Indiana thing. So it's a level six felony. He oh. got a slap with a five hundred dollars fine. Serious kind of felony. ridiculous. That's freaking absurd. Honestly, it's the least. a five hundred dollar fine and no jail time. And the voice of the the judge giving the you know final yeah. whatever they say. She was like, "You won't be." Re- 
we're we cannot do that. And the How the insulting. way Jacoba said, like her voice sounded like she was like almost emotional about it. Mm-hmm. That's how you know that there's more people involved in this. Yeah. Okay. So it says it compares a lower four felony is um, burglary and a level six is compared to auto theft. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That's wild. Yeah. He got, and there's, so now, and there's no federal law against this. And it, no. So it said at the end that they had just made it a law in Indiana. Right, they passed only in in, in Indiana. It's federally. called the fertility fraud law, yeah. but it's not federal. And what are the charges? What level is that? <laughs> you know, that's um. And I felt so bad for her too because when she got up there to do, I know every time she tried to say anything of how it affected her or her siblings, yeah. and she's they like, were stopped. I don't even get the right to like stand up here and speak my truth and how it's affected our families. Yeah, there's. That's what it is, is it like the prosecutor, that woman that was speaking, she said it just. Oh, the news. The uh, the news new, no, not the news lady. The other one with the short brown hair. That would kind of come on oh, in okay. between. Yeah. She said it just silenced the voices of all the people he mm-hmm. affected. Mm-hmm. And that's what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Because they know if the they know if the jury heard any of those other stories if you heard from the women that were inseminated without their consent and how or how about the distraught fathers like it's one thing already yeah. that they can't impregnate their their wife right now you trust the doctor to find a sperm donor and i'm sure already there your ego as a man is like this is the only way we can do it we'll do it now to find out your doctor violated your wife that way yeah and also there were women who thought that they were he was using their husband's sperm yeah and that they that's were having I mean. fully biological yeah. kids they yeah. didn't think they were using that's sperm what i'm donor. saying for the men that yeah. thought that they were oh my gosh it just so gut-wrenching to me i had like last night i was talking to will about it and he was just like what i gotta watch this but it's just crazy to me that there's no law against this. And what are they going to do about this now? Because apparently since it since it all has come out or since the at-home DNA tests have been available, 44 other doctors have been caught Found for the same thing. It. Yeah. <clears throat> How many more are there? <laughs> That's crazy. Right? Huh. This article says, Dr. Donald Klein pays $1.35 million in donor siblings civil case settlement. But $1.35 million is nothing. Yeah, but at the end of the thing, it said he only had to pay $500 in court fees. So I wonder how if they might, if they took him back to court again. I don't know. 100000 each. That's bullshit. That's crazy. That is not... And you know what? In in that case too, I guess no amount of money would make it okay. No, I don't even think they wanted money. It's None just of a com- no. It. It's just a complete violation of your entire life. Yeah, everything. It's so wrong, and this is why too. Like I say, I, I just not the the medical system. You know, there are so many people that just completely trust it. Yeah, there was an article about this doctor who did, um, I don't know if he did 
kidney transplants, but he did some type of surgery where he went in there and I think it was kidney transplants or some type of organ transplants. And he would cauterize his initials on the organ before he closed them up. What the fuck? Like why? Just because you can? Why? Isn't that crazy? Like what is wrong with people? But that that goes with a whole nother level of grandiosity too. And like playing God and needing to have your ego so stroke that you're going to brand somebody's kidney before you close them up. What is wrong with people? And the person that's sitting there has no idea that that's happening. None. And you just have a trust in your doctor that they're doing what they said they were going to do. Without straying from, you know, doing weird things or things that are like, that's just like, I mean, what does it harm anyone? They said like, because I think I read the article and it was like, it didn't do any harm. He wasn't like damaging it or, you know, didn't affect the kidney, but, but it's it not fucking like necessary. <laughs> yeah. It was just like a weird thing. And it's like, what, but why, why would you do that? It's like, I'm just going to put my signature on so here weird. in case somebody opens it back up and then they know I did it. That's how they found out. Yeah. They opened it back <laughs> up and saw it. Yeah. Oh, but also how do you see cauterized initials on a kidney? Like, well, it probably leaves scar tissue. Yeah. I mean, it's scar tissue. I don't know. This whole, that documentary just really gave me the whole heebie-jeebies. It just. It made me want to do a DNA test. Not because uh, I think I have a sperm donor father, but I just want to know what's out there. Have you ever done one? mm -mm. Now, I don't know how much mine would really even tell me because, I mean, how many of my Mexican people from the hillside, like Will says, have done it? I don't know. Maybe. But I, I have, I feel like it's such a normal. I have thing tons of family that I don't know, and I know that. But that's like the lady that was like, when she did the interview, and all the siblings popped up, and she said it said close relatives, and I was, she said I was not thinking parent or right. sibling or even cousin. Like when it said close relatives, I was thinking like, oh, like distant. Of course, I have relatives, and yeah. then it wasn't until she got and the phone call the that she realized Jacoba. it yeah. was her siblings. Yeah, and so I wonder how many people do it and just. I don't know. I, mean, I probably have a sibling or two out there that I don't know about because of my dad. I feel like I do too. <laughs> like in Taiwan or. Yeah. Imagine. Where else has he been? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Where <Somewhere>. have they? <laughs> Somewhere over there. Yeah. I don't know. It just really made me feel uneasy. And it just, I really feel bad for the, for the women, the moms that, you know, like they were speaking up there and she one of them said I was raped 15 times and I didn't give consent. Yeah. So that's crazy that she had to go through that 15 times with insemination to finally get a child. Yeah. And 15 <sighs> times he did that. 15 Disgusting. times. Disgusting. <sighs> it really just nasty people in the world. It just really, um, when you hear of this stuff, it just really rattles you. And like, his children and wife still like stick by his side. How? He probably has them so convinced well, that he, what he did was for the, for the religion. Or not even the religion, but for like they wanted a kid. We didn't have access to all these samples. I did what I thought was right. Because he said that. And at one point he, said, he was like. He said I didn't. At the time I did it, I didn't think I was doing anything wrong. Yeah. How do you not know that's wrong? But even to this day, because I, I heard that interview recently with her and she said his siblings 
or his kids, like his kids with, with his, his wife, wife, that they are a family, um, stick by his side and it's weird. They won't talk to them. It's just that. No, that's a whole nother level of manipulation. And who knows who, who really knows what happens behind closed doors and how their fa- family operates. We don't know if he's abusive or ha- had been abusive to his wife. Yeah. And even if he wasn't physically abusive, you think that having a, a man of his stature in the community, so tight knit, do you think you could tell anybody if you knew your husband was doing this kind of stuff? No. no. And I'm You're sure stuck. it is a level of brainwashing. Yeah. She like abusively <clears throat> is led to believe whatever he's telling Absolutely. her. That's like similar in it's the spiritual whole abuse. Um, Josh Jugger thing. Yeah. His wife oh, was yeah. stuck by him through all of these things since, since, I mean, he was a teenager when it first happened and they hit it and um, she stuck by him. And at this point it's like, he she's brainwashed in this religion that they're in and she doesn't know that she can break that cycle and she's just sticking by his side and believes whatever he's saying is you know i'm i'm gonna be better how do women that are in that that realize that something's off get out of that is what i want to know it's like being in a you know domestic violence situation there's different levels, you know, but I just think that even if you're brainwashed, I think that's normal because I grew up in a home that where it was normal. Yeah. When I was in the situation myself, I knew it wasn't. There was something in me that I, was like, this is not how it's supposed to be. I think it it closely relates like that, you know, when people, kids are kidnapped and they become attached to their kidnapper. Oh, yeah. I think it goes to that level. Like that's how far they are probably isolated so much that that's, well, that's just goes to just... show you psychologically that people respond to whoever is giving them the basic necessities, food and water and shelter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And what the, there's that other saying too, that's like you become the like five people that you surround yourself with. So if, he's not allowing his family to go outside of the church or the little group that they formed, then, then it becomes normal. And even when they were talking about the elders of the church oh yeah, and he, the way that the guy said it, cause they were interviewing one of his, Uh he's like, like the, the eight men of the church that formed this, like, and I was like, Oh, Mm -hmm. like it's so, crazy to me that we live in a time where it's like it's still the men have to run this congregation and the men will and i were just having this conversation why can't a woman be in there yeah because we grew up i mean because i grew up jehovah's witness so i remember feeling like when we would see certain elders it was like oh you you had to behave and you had to be in line and if i was telling well if you got invited to an elder's home like if you got invited to their home for dinner Mm -hmm. Oh, that like you made it like they knew who you were yeah. and they were inviting you into their inner circle. Yeah. And if now looking back on it, I'm like, I remember that feeling of walking into their homes and being impressed. Like, this is how they live. Why did that impress me? But, but even, I was a kid. Yeah. But even like um, we grew up going to the Mormon church and it was like, what were the roles of the men and what were the roles of the women? Oh yeah. Women, the men were run, they run it all. And yeah. it is like, I will I don't want to say secret, but it's like, 
it's not the women's business to mm-hmm. know what's going on mm-hmm. and they run it all and the women are cooking and watching the children yeah and it's crazy to me that in 2022 you walk into a church and that is still how it's supposed to be like no why can't but a woman get up there and... because it says in the bible a lot of in a lot of different ways about patriarchy you know and that's the thing is that and the the man is the head of the household and the woman is to obey her husband and be submissive and <laughs> oh, <laughs> i cannot but, uh, yeah it's just can crazy. you imagine no. me <laughs> no, but I just think, yeah, we live in a world where it's like, okay. At what point does it we, start to shift to real, real life, though? I mean, yeah, I understand having mutual respect for your husband and having it. There, There is a level, you know, like you do, but it's equal respect in different forms yeah. because what's important to a man is not always important to a woman I and see. vice versa. So why does it have to be like the man is the head and the woman is underneath. Why can't we both be up there and we both contribute? And that's how it should be. I think we should both contribute different things that are equally important to the household. Yeah. I saw this lady on our Facebook group here locally post that she was having work done in her house, like a renovation and they showed up the first day for the job and they wouldn't do it because her husband wasn't wasn't home. home to okay what she wanted done. And she was like, and I think she said she owned the home. They had just gotten married like a year prior and it was her home. Uh And they were like, we won't do it till the man of the house is here to approve these renovations. And she was like, this is my house. His name is not on this. This is my house. I would have lost my shit. They left. They wouldn't do it. And they said, we won't do it unless the man of the house is here to approve. And I was like, could you, she blasted their company name everywhere. And I was like, you go girl. And there were some people like, well, defending it. Like, well, you know, it's a liability. I'm like, what's a liability? He's not, he's not on the deed to the house. It's her house. Cause she's a woman. She can't change the way her house looks without some, like you could have got Joe Schmo down the street and been like, Hey, this is my husband. He says it's good to go. And they would have been like, okay, how would they know? Like, it just just blew my mind to me. Like I, would lose it if I like imagine like if Rick was deployed and we needed something fixed and someone showed up and was like oh I can't listen to you though you're a woman I have to wait till your husband okay that I would it's just crazy yeah I can't believe that like today how is that still happening I don't know is it a local company Mm mm-hmm Oh, I can't wait to know who it is. I, don't know. I have to go look, look it back up and see if I can find that's it. That's just nuts. But that's, I mean, it just go, it's not that long ago. Women couldn't have their own credit cards and, and buy a piece of property with, you know, like. Or drive or vote. Or drive. Or... Yeah. But I mean, it's just hasn't been that long. And it's just, oh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Literally, I can't tell you how many times I've had goosebumps in this time we've been sitting here. It's just. All of this brings up so much stuff for me. Have you been to the Midwest ever? No. 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 Yeah, it's so interesting how um, it's almost like you're traveling back in time 10 or 15 years. Where where did you experience like the most difference? Like Missouri, Oklahoma. Really? Yeah. It is genuinely like they're living 20 years ago. Like the the thoughts and the way things are done, like it's just so old school. People are not. I remember being around someone and we were talking about The Bachelor, the oh, TV show. Yeah. And the 
Bachelor. He was Chris, right? The Bachelorette he was, was a girl, the- or the Bachelorette oh. was a white woman, mm-hmm. and one of the guys she was dating was a black guy. And the person that I was next to, we were talking about it, and she was like, "Oh, I had to stop watching it because I couldn't watch that. It was disgusting." <gasps> Meaning, watching a white woman and a black man be together, and I was appalled that I just like, well, I, I have no words. For I that. had a client tell me that she didn't believe in interracial marriages and I said I so you know I'm in an interracial marriage right and she goes no you're not and I said yes I am my husband is not Mexican right I said he's white yeah and she was like oh no that's not what I meant what's what's the difference what's the difference because you know me because you know me and that's the thing I think that people don't like what they don't know right and it's based on skin color is the other skin thing. Like color. someone from Scotland can go marry someone from France, from France and mm-hmm. no one would bat an eye. Mm-hmm. That's interracial. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Or, or am I wrong? Is race? No, that's. Yeah. Right. Isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. We gotta, now we got to Google this. <laughs> I don't know. No, but. What's the difference between race and ethnicity? I always get confused. Anyway. It's just, it's a skin color thing, and it's beyond my level of comprehension that someone could be grossed out by it. Grossed out. Two humans. I know. Two humans. I know. Oh, it's like my phone was listening. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, ethnicity is similar in concept to race, but while races have often been distinguished on the basis of physical characteristics especially skin color, ethnic distinctions generally focus on such cultural characteristics and language, history, religion, and customs. Huh. Interesting. So, I don't know if that really... I don't know, but I still feel like there's no difference in someone from one side of the world and another side no, of the world coming matter. together. It doesn't and matter. And people wouldn't bat an eye if their skin color was the same. I and just... beyond there's me. so There's so much wrong with that. And I think, too, it's like... What are people afraid of what what is yeah, what, what's the problem <laughs> right what is the actual problem is it that there are going to be no white people by the year 2050 is it and right. why would that be we a bad thing we don't have to deal with skin cancer would, and sunburn and, anymore right. that would be wonderful and why would that be a bad thing is my question like no, why is it not. so bad that we have these beautiful mixed babies why but the the wild thing is like who is who's having those thoughts who is sitting there pondering like, oh my gosh, I better marry a same, like a white well, colored it, person too, so that we don't. It comes from. Suddenly disappear. Like, I've never had that thought in my life. Ever. And I was raised in a culture where everyone has dark skin. Right. And. It just it's Well, just it starts at home. And that's the me. thing is that it starts with people like these quiverfuls and maybe some crazy sex of Mormonism and, you know, like different things where it's like, you don't see it too often where Mormons are. I, I don't know, but I don't know any Mormon. They're I don't all know any blonde hair, blue eyed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're not all, but yes, but mostly but yes. a majority, right? Yeah, I guess. Too, so like, maybe I'm it's a religious realizing basis. that my mom and dad are interracial. Couple. Yeah, they are. That's literally never crossed my mind till right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> You're like, holy shit. <laughs> but it's not. But there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's wild. It is. 
But, and I remember too, like, but it also goes in the reverse too, because I remember the first time Will came to Mexico with me and we were in the main city's downtown of, of Nayarit. So it's called the big, it's very small. It has like the big church and you know, the stuff. Yeah. And I remember people looking at Will, like, <laughs> why is he here with one of our people, you know? Yeah. And I can, I, so I could kind of understand, but at the same time, it's like, maybe just a lot of white people don't go there because it's such a small little town yeah. type of feel, you know? So maybe it's just more like, how did that happen? Yeah. You know, but I, but everybody loved him and, you know, like, but then again, it comes down to like, what is the fear? Yeah. It's not like, okay, maybe like, oh, we don't see that very often. Interesting. But like th- there's that. And then there's the whole level of like, why is it disgusting? Why are you scared of it? Like, wh- yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. It's just crazy that that's, that's how deeply ingrained the exactly. I was just going to say, like, they haven't they're not too far away from their people having had slaves, having had turn the TV on, do a little Google search and realize that stop thinking that way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, one of my <laughs> another <laughs> client said not too long ago about um <laughs> It was like she was appalled. It takes like 10 commercials now to see a white family on. It's like all they have. It's like they're pushing black people on us, she said. <gasps> right. And I said, oh, that's interesting. So how do you think black people felt when they didn't see anybody that they could relate to on TV? And it when I said it, because I was watching her in the mirror, you know, I'm like working on her hair. I'm just doing my thing. Yeah. When I said it, her face was like. Oh, but it, there was a little light bulb. It wasn't like, no, that's not the same thing. It, but there was a little, there was a little light I bulb. I guess that makes sense for an older person who grew up yeah. watching those types of commercials yeah. in Hawaii because we always had local commercials on. We had local people on the TV. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess I didn't really experience the like only white people only on seeing, yeah. commercials because it was mm-hmm. broadcasted TV, but then they had local commercials. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's so interesting. But yeah, what was the problem? <laughs> I don't know. It would be super interesting to find out. But I think it's just fearing, fearing change. I think that's the thing. I think people fear change so much that, you know, if they see something different, it's like, oh, it's wrong. Because you think about people fear change on a very small level compared and so then you throw that yeah, in there. Me, I couldn't even get gas today. <laughs> <laughs> Because you didn't have the medium grade. Oh my gosh. And they were out yeah. of it. No, it's just, it's very interesting though. I think this, where did we go? Where did we go? Very off topic. But it still goes back to extreme. I think the root of this Dr. Klein is the religious and the white supremacy thing. Mm-hmm. And those two somehow seem to go hand in hand. Because if you think about KKK, a lot of them were heads of their local churches, you know, and probably still are. Mm-hmm. We just don't, you know, and that was one of the things I told my client. I said, you know, before we didn't know who the people were. Now we just know because they're coming forward and talking. Yeah. Now, like, what's the difference? This person used to wear a robe on their head. Now they're talking about it on TV, spreading propaganda about not being okay with certain ethnicities and calling it out. I am not okay with that on any level, you know? So it's just like, it just goes so deep, I think. And it just, you know, it just riles me up. And like, yeah, 
There's so I much. I just can't wrap my head around it. No, so I think that's what it is. It's like that's the tie with, you know, where we ended up in this conversation <laughs> and where we started is that people do really fucked up things in the name of religion and in the name of keeping things pure, quote unquote, right? So I have a big problem with that and deceiving whoever is in your path to do that. It's like we have to evolve. You can't keep things the same. Well, and the way we evolve is by, you know, people being the ones to trailblaze and change things like that. Because, you know, I mean, look at South Africa and apartheid, you know, like people weren't allowed to be out in public with their spouse if they they had to be hidden. If they had children, you had to hide the child. That's awful. You know, like why? In religion, it all goes back to religion. (laughs) (laughs) oh guys so crazy yeah we are um having a bit of a battle here with words i don't know this is a very deep it just spreads into so many different aspects of how everybody lives their lives exactly and i don't understand i just don't get it like i don't i don't know it's like the people who are like oh my gosh in a hundred years, like this is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Okay. Look You're going to spend your whole life trying to keep something from, from happening in a hundred years when you're not going to be alive. Right. What a yeah. waste of life. Oh, what because a waste they're of worried energy. about their, their grandkids or great grandkids. Well, that's the problem right there. Stop. Stop yeah. worrying about your grandkids. <laughs> they're going to do really, better than you're doing. It's out of your control for sure. You know, like, like but you I don't did... just let it go to shit. But also, there's just some things it's like, don't put the effort in. Let them evolve the way they want to. You're trying to control the future. You need to let the generations in the future pave their own path. Right. Absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. I think we're on on that path, you know, like with us being interracial or intermarrying, I think that starts to spread because you think about it, like cross culture, you know, will now is trans Mexican, (laughs) you know, he has learned so much about our culture and he would have never known any of that. And it's a beautiful thing. There's so much to take away from seeing how other people live. Right. And And it's not weird. We do ourselves a disservice by not exploring other things just because we don't know it. It shouldn't scare you. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I don't know. I think that there's just, there needs to be more open-mindedness in people and really like that fear that you're holding on to, or that person that said I had to watch it because it was disgusting or I'd change it because it was disgusting. I would ask, why was that disgusting? Can you tell me, you know, like what's disgusting about it? Yeah. You would ask that. I would. (laughs) I would. Absolutely. Just like I asked my client, you know, like, like, why don't you believe in interracial marriages? I'm in one. It's different if you know me. And that's why I say, too, nobody would hate anybody if people had a conversation and knew people that they supposedly hate, mm-hmm. you know, because you can't you can't hate somebody if you know them. You can't. Yeah. Maybe you can then hate them if based on action and character or whatever. Then you have a basis for your hatred. But if you don't know. Yeah. Look at this white leader of the church here inseminating women and having a hundred children like yeah all in the name of what what (laughs) all in the name of what god god that's not what god is though and that's the thing it's like i feel like religion 
gives God a bad name because as I know God now removed from organized religion is beautiful. Yeah, and do and it's you love. Think it's your and it's all encompassing, job to and it's keep the world as he last left it. No, yeah, no, the world wouldn't evolve. Yeah, if it was, if like you say, it's all up to him and his plan. Well, then, then clearly, let it be. Let it be yeah, this is his plan. It's not it's up for, to you to decide. It's called free will. Like who? Yeah, <sighs> it's just I know. Okay. I just feel bad for the family, for people that are in those types of families that do wake up and branch out and then they're outcasted, but then maybe that's what needs to happen. You know, I think generationally too, we carry shit that we don't need to carry. And sometimes it's a really good time to cut it, you know, like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done doing with these things this way because this doesn't serve me. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what needs to keep happening. Yeah. You know, it's like one light bulb turns on and it turns on two more light bulbs and those two. Mo- it's, it's a, it's a whole, it's a, it's a whole domino effect. And all we have to do is the people, if you have something on your heart and you have a way to share it sure. and open people's minds up to it, why not? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I just think that we can do so much better as a human race than what we're doing in some aspects. And some of those people need to just let go of those old ways of thinking and just think down to the root of it all is love. And why does it matter to anybody else? You know, and the same, it's just, and with this Dr. Klein, like he is gonna, he, he's living his hell. I firmly believe that. I I feel like he is satisfied with himself. I don't think so. You don't think so? Uh -uh. I think he's like, okay. No, he's not. I don't think he's happy that he was outed, but I think he's... Well, that's what I'm saying is that's his version of hell now. He's been outed. He's living his hell. But I think he still thinks that the outing was worth the what he thinks is spreading these seeds right like that's what he was he came here to do that's what he was put on earth to do that's what god told him to do so i think in some sense he's like haha i did it like i might have been outed but my family's standing by but me and I, I did what i was supposed true. to do I that's think. the hardest part for me to swallow is that the family stands behind it and he didn't go to jail so what the hell did he learn from this right nothing he got a little bit of press yeah. I mean, this happened in 2014. I never heard about it. Mm-hmm. I Not long that. enough to remember it, yeah. you know? So, yeah, I do think there's a part of him that's like, oh, well, I did what I did and, and I got it's away done with now. It. And mm-hmm. I got away with it. Yeah. yeah, but either way, he still has to live with it in some way. And I don't, I mean, when you get caught doing something you shouldn't be doing, it stays with you forever. When you do something you shouldn't do, it stays with you forever. So whether you voice that it affected you or not, it affects you. And so he, his illnesses, whatever, if he is that religious, he's going to say, this is, this is my, my punishment for doing what I did, you know, Mm -hmm. because they also believe in a wrath of, uh, you know, God has the wrath of God and he will punish and he will, uh, humble you or humiliate you and that's what he got he got humiliated yeah and that was probably the biggest crash for him right is that now he was outed and now people are gonna look at him differently a little bit even yeah. if they still smile to his face 
people are going to wonder about him now. And he's going to wonder what they're wondering. And for yeah. someone with that stature and his ego, that's that's yeah. That's the worst. He's no longer a clean slate doctor. No, yeah, he's done. So, it's good. You know, and it's yeah. like you've got to live with it. You yeah. reap what you fucking sow, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bam. <laughs> <laughs> almost hit you there i just threw my pen guys same, same. instead of a mic drop i did a pen drop <laughs> oh so this yeah this this whole this this took me on a ride um yeah and i and i maybe even today i feel a little bit frazzled just think just like thinking of all the details of of this documentary because it was so it was so twisted and to think that there's so many other doctors out there that do it too that do it yeah where and where else are they but still yeah i heard about this lady she is a product of this same thing happened it was a doctor in texas and he used his sperm to inseminate her mom and had her and unknowingly and he is still a practicing doctor and his son works in his practice with him too so how is that being passed down how do they not get their um what's it called licenses revoked or whatever that's what i want to know but he's still practicing how i don't know that's wrong yeah that's really wrong (laughs) because people lose their licenses for other things like doing the paperwork wrong yeah (laughs) you know like yeah it's how how what makes one thing okay and not another? Or does it depend on the person? Or does it depend on who, who the person know. knows? Yeah. Yep. It just, it's yeah. just not right. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So I guess that's, that's it for today. This, I don't know. This has me fucked up. Yeah. Honestly. All right. Well, it's a happy hump day, guys. <laughs> Right. Enjoy your day after this. <laughs> and if you haven't watched it yet, watch, watch it. it. Yeah. And I don't know, see how it resonates with you because you heard how we feel and it's very unsettling. So I don't know. What did you guys pick up on it? Or yeah, have you watched if it? this happened to you. Yeah. It can be on our podcast. That'd be <laughs> cool to interview. Yeah. I want to know more how they deal with it after. Yeah. How they move on from that. Emotionally and mentally and how you move on. Yeah. It's affecting me. I feel I, like I need to find out. I know. Out. I, just, I just would be interested to hear. Yeah, yeah. It would be very interesting to see how they move on with their lives after this. Because it's a whole, I mean, your whole world comes tumbling down. Nothing that you've yeah. ever known to be true is not. Yeah. Even if you did know you had a sperm donor dad, I'm sure when you found out, even at a certain age, that was difficult to process. Now to find out that it was your doctor, you know, that your mom continued to see him. He held you as a baby. So when he went to visit the babies, that's the thing that is so fucked up. It's like, he was their friends. He was in their home. She looked up to him while he raised her. Oh, it's just so sick. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see you guys next week. (laughs) We will. With another topic of some sort i'm sure we'll find something (laughs) yes have a good week you guys bye